Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to 321 No Kidding. Bobby the Awesome here. Happy to be here with you this morning. Lots going on today. I was actually quite, I don't know, I don't want to say a bum, but I pretty much was in bed from 7 this last night till 7 this morning. So I uh, must have needed my rest. I should be full of piss and vinegar today, right? Woke up to uh, some disturbance disturbing messages from one of my friends her her dog is sick and her dog's young and part of why I currently don't have a dog is because I can't handle things like when they get sick or when they pass away it's just not I just don't have the emotional capacity for it I actually feel kind of bad saying that you know it's kind of like on television if a dog gets murdered I have more of a mental connection to that than people and I don't know if it's just because more people get murdered on television not that I should be starting off with this uh depressing topic but her baby's sick and uh it's just it's hurting my heart so on the way to the store I can't really do anything right but I did have this conversation with my uh higher power source love whatever we're calling it these days and I'm telling you this because it was kind of funny because I'm having this conversation And one of the things I'm learning in the Miracle Challenge, or one of the things he taught, and I didn't realize I did this, but this goes to my self-awareness, is he says you can't demand from the divine. Meaning, if you pray, you can't just pray and and say this is what I want. Um, Or, you know, like give it to me and give it to me in this time frame. Not that that's what I was trying to do, but I did notice I was pleading a little and kind of demanding like hey make Stella better because she's only two years old and um, you know so we had a we had a chat but I had to shift my place to gratitude like thank you for the two years we've gotten to know her and thanks for helping Stephanie with all that she's helped Stephanie with but I still don't want to lose her so I'm having a little inner struggle with that and then I found myself now you have to imagine this I'm driving down the street literally talking out loud in my car Um, I didn't have my mask up so people could tell that I was talking in my car but I'm having this conversation slash prayer, and I get to the end, and I'm like, well, what do I say? Do I say goodbye? Do I say amen? Is amen just a Christian thing? I don't know. I was just kind of laughing at myself because I never I, – I always think of it as just conversations, and I don't get hung up on the, the, the prayer and amen and the lingo per se. I just didn't know what, like, etiquette is when you don't – follow a, a religious um, model or I, I, I don't know the right exact way of what I'm trying to say, but when it's when it's a higher power as opposed to a God, and then I was having this conversation still out loud, well, is God, like, is God a generic term? And I don't mean that with any disrespect, but if I decide I'm going to still stick with love source or universe, but if I decided to have my God, like I've said to people in my life, well, have a conversation with your God, meaning like they can go pray because I wasn't necessarily believing at that time. I think my perspective's changed on that a little, but I still think of it as their God and my God being the universe or source love or whatever I end up on. But is, is God the term that most people use for higher power, even when they're not talking about the God of Christianity or I'm having weird thoughts this morning. But at any rate, I um, 
I have a big meeting coming up this morning with a potential client. It's going to be the first time we talk about more than just like one client. It's going to be a multiple client kind of thing. So I'm pretty excited about that. So I need to get ready. So I'm going to shift gears and do the reading and um, depart with you a little quicker than I normally would. So here goes. Sandra Little says, making prompt amends is the fresh air of each new day. Today brings us a new hill to climb and a new view from the top. Taking time to reflect about our daily journeys is a challenging adventure in self-discovery. Looking down, we see our past trials and difficulties as lessons to learn from. Letting go of old baggage as we end our day will give us a bright window to open into tomorrow. Completing a daily inventory creates a good foundation for living peacefully. Honestly acknowledge Acknowledging the things we have done or said to hurt ourselves or others enables us to say, I'm sorry, and to begin each new day with a clean slate and a peaceful heart. As we empty ourselves of regret by making amends to ourselves and others, we make room for the love and comfort of our higher power. Today, help me take inventory and make amends where I need to. This was actually another teaching in the miracle challenge that I was taking this whole concept of clean slate, and I love it. And he did it with forgiveness, and forgiveness, making amends. uh, I think they both fall in the same wheelhouse, right? We have to make amends and offer forgiveness to people who have, we need to from the day before. And what he has us doing, he broke it down into a simple GIF, you know, like GIF, and to give him credit, his name is James McNeil, to make sure I'm not saying that these are my ideas. But it starts with gratitude. G is for gratitude. So if you were doing this written down, which is what is suggested, not typing and not mentally, but you can do it whatever way works for you, really. Express gratitude for all the things the day before. And I guess I picture this like first thing in the morning. I've been struggling to to get my schedule around it. So I've done it morning and night and all different times, but I'm trying to do it pretty faithfully. The I is for insights. So any insights that we have from the day before, any learnings that we've had. And then F is forgiveness. And that's that's the secret sauce, I think, to keeping our bucket free of that stuff. It's It's when we give forgiveness, we get it out of our bucket. And doing that daily I think is a great practice. I don't know that I've ever heard it clearly defined like I did in the challenge or even in this reading, this clean slate premise and and starting over. And it really ties into everything we talk about is we can't live in the past. We can't live in the future. We have to do our step work all the time. And that's why step 10 was always one of my favorites. But I hadn't thought of it quite said like this. You know, step 10 is where... um, Admitted we were wrong. No, I'm lying. The words are eluding me right now. But essentially, when you screw up, acknowledge it and fix it right then. So that way you don't have to, you know, do another 20-year step four exercise after a whole bunch of things that either need to be forgiven or need to be done happen way later. You know, they happen every day. So it's a great premise And summarizing it this way, today brings us a new hill to climb and a new view from the top. That's that's what a nice way to think about that. It's a lot more 
beautiful to think about it as an opportunity once we get rid of the, you know, not get rid of, once we acknowledge the forgiveness and give the forgiveness. And a lot of this is to ourselves. It's not that somebody is going to upset us every day or do something that calls for forgiveness. Although I found it with a couple people, I've used it. And again, it's not because they apologize. It's not because there's anything earth shattering. It's just like these little nuggets of things that I notice I hang on to and they tick me off. And I, and that's a, a new learning for me. And I discovered it because if it's a something that happened, like there was an incident that happened a couple of years ago and it wasn't that big of a deal, but I have never let it go. One of my friends, uh, it acted more like a a business deal than a friend and it just stuck with me and it offended me actually and I noticed it resurfaced recently and I'm like why am I hanging on to this so I just forgave that person I was like okay not that they necessarily did anything to they needed an apology it was just something that wasn't sitting with me well and it wasn't making me be a good human about it. Instead, I was being petty and I should have just, I should have just let it go. Completing a daily inventory creates a good foundation for living peacefully. And that's so true. And I think this is why journaling is so important. And I, I probably don't even talk about it enough. My journaling has turned into whatever learning I'm doing. Like when I did the, the gratitude challenge or the I don't know. There's different challenges and different things I do. And a lot of them all involve writing and journaling. So I don't have a formal practice outside of that. I just have been going with the flow. And then if I need to vent, but getting it out of our system, and I think writing does that, it kind of frees us to move forward through whatever we need to move forward from. And beginning each day with a clean slate and a peaceful heart. Who doesn't want that, right? So... I'm a believer in this. I don't know if you want to start with with James's gift mentality, gratitude, insights, and forgiveness. I don't know if you want to do formal, like review the step four if you're from GA and write the things down, or you just want to journal and download whatever whatever you need to download in that moment. the The key is to release it, and and once yesterday's over, it's over. Don't hang on to all of those things. And as you probably know by now, the reason why is because hanging on to that baggage just drags us down, keeps our bucket full of the negative, and increases our likely to go back to the bet, the drink, the thing, whatever it is. So free yourself every day. And if you're in a place where maybe you haven't gone through the formal steps or you haven't worked through all the initial run of that to where it's not quite as um, simple to just clean up a day's worth of stuff. You might be cleaning up a lifetime's worth of stuff. Just keep this in the back of your head that you have a way to maintain your abstinence or maintain your sanity or maintain whatever it is that you get from working the steps or doing the work to heal, that this is a great tool to maintain it. And this is this is another example of why I believe recovery is like a lifetime job or treasure or gift or whatever we want to look at it. We have to work at it every day. And I 
also my perception would be is those who aren't doing the work every day are the ones who go back and, and relapse. Uh, and it's unfortunate. And that's why I always advocate and tell you that we have to do the work. And the things that come out of that, the amazing lives that we can have when we do do the work and do it every day are, are just tremendous. And that's that's where the gratitude for me comes from is I've had this opportunity. If I, if I wasn't a gambler and I didn't recover and didn't go to treatment and didn't meet the people I met along the way and didn't do the things I do, if I wasn't sitting here with you and trying to meet people and do research and have conversations with all these other gamblers, I wouldn't be who I am today and I wouldn't know what I know and feel how I feel and have some level of of happiness and feel like I'm thriving and living my best life. It all comes with doing the work. I got a I got a note yesterday and I was really pretty offended by it at first. Uh, I I don't even know exactly how it reads, but but basically implying, well, geez, you know, you're living the life or I, I don't know. I don't know the place it came from, but I felt like it was, oh, you know, like, your life is so great and it's so easy because of how it may appear, you know, because I travel or because I do things. Um, but it's not easy. I'm working at it every day. I mean, having these conversations with you, I, I enjoy them. But this is part of my recovery, right? So right off the rip, there's 20 minutes, half an hour every day that I'm spending time thinking about my gambling addiction, the person I want to be, my recovery, It's not, I hope I make it look easy in the sense that I want you to know that it's worth it and it'll feel easy over time. But I don't want to make it look easy like it's unattainable and that everything is all wonderful. That's why I tell you guys the bad stuff too, even though I want to preach the positivity. I get stuck in that sometimes like, oh shit, if I tell you about this, it sounds like I'm bitching or whining when I'm processing and coping, but I don't want to bring you down And I don't want to keep myself down. So that's part of how I clean my slate every day. I think that was tremendous. And and why I believe in this principle so much is when I was doing the two shows a day through March and April and May and maybe June, however long I did it, it was I was getting to clean my slate twice a day, essentially. I could tell you what was happening from the day before in the morning. I could tell you what happened that day at night. And it just created some momentum for me because, again, if all this shit is weighing us down, we can't move forward because we're getting dragged down by the weight of it all. I hope that made sense for you. Um, All right. Well, I'm going to go get pretty for the camera. I'm going to go put some eyeliner on for my big meeting. (laughs) That's about the extent of my fanciness. So I hope that you guys have a fabulous January 5th. And I hope you have a fabulous every day. But I love you, beautiful people. Have a great day.